0: Today, Rinpoche went over the entire section on ethical discipline and the perfection of it, and showed how the perfection of ethical discipline is something from one's personal side. One personally becomes habituated with the idea of not harming sentient beings and with the idea of abstaining from all sources of harm of sentient beings. Okay, so uh, we've arrived at the section on ethical discipline, and it's uh, page Three ninety in the Tibetan. Thank you very much. Is it butter tea? Okay. So page one forty-three is where we see the five divisions begin, and so forth in the English.
1: Okay so in the English page 143 okay. Uh, So when
0: we look at the six perfections, so welcome everyone to the Chen Rizik Tibetan Buddhist Center. Uh, Anyone who's new, we're in the section uh, on a book called The Great Treatise on the Stage of the Path to Enlightenment by Lama Tsongkhapa. And specifically, we're on the section for training the mind, the stage of the path for beings of great capacity. Uh, So that section has a lot of different parts, Um, and within that, we find the explanation of the six perfections. Uh, So we're currently going over the explanation of the six perfections, Uh, and when we look at them, we begin with generosity, and then ethics, and patience, then effort and meditative concentration and wisdom. So we've currently already gone over generosity. Uh, so now we move on to ethical discipline uh, and it's chapter 11 in the in the English. So according to Lama Tsongkhapa, there are five categories uh, under the section of the perfection of uh,
1: ethical discipline neoba no okay, uh, so uh, within this, there are five uh, different somba
0: uh, how to train in the perfection of ethical discipline first category is what ethical discipline is second category is how to begin the cultivation of ethical discipline the third category is the divisions of ethical discipline fourth category how to practice and the fifth category is a summary <laughs> So, when we look at what ethical discipline is, that means the definition of ethical
1: discipline. So when we look at what ethical discipline is, then a Lugan <laughs> to Lugan, lady. Tajet could <laughs> eat you, lady, you know, he the Jego son and then Luganak. The Gentle, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> Gentle, jet on, she shall be. Ponce and the in base with the shooting want of what the Saint the Yonso, the छुटीं Cucian and never سوجی the city knows of
0: So we begin with what ethical discipline is and this is the definition of ethical discipline. Ethical discipline is an attitude of abstention that turns your mind away from harming others and from the sources of such harm. So this is the definition if you will of ethical discipline because it's a mind that sets a motivation to abstain from harming others harming sentient beings and sources of such harm then the body and the speech follow that so the mind sets the motivation to abstain from harming others and from sources of such harm and then we physically don't harm. We don't engage in killing and harming sentient beings. Therefore, you bring about the perfection of ethical discipline by progressively increasing your habituation to this attitude until you reach completion. However, it is not the c- case that you bring the perfection of ethical discipline to completion in the external world by establishing beings in a state free of all harm. Otherwise, since there are still living beings who are not free from harm, the conquerors who visited in the past would absurdly have not completed the perfection of their ethical discipline and would therefore also not be able to guide these beings to freedom from harm. Hence, whether all living beings in the external world are free or not freed from harm makes no difference in this context. The practice of ethical discipline is just the habituation within your own mind to the attitude of abstention, which turns away from harm to these beings. Gauging in the Bodhisattva Deeds says, so where do we find this information about non-harm? Where do we find this information about setting a motivation and, and, then, and then following through with our body and speech. We find it in Deva's Engaging in the Bodhisattva Deeds, The Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life, where it says, Where can beings such as fish be sent where they will not be killed? So it is said that by attaining an attitude of abstention, you perfect ethical dis- discipline. So the meaning behind this is that when one has a perfection of ethical discipline, this is specifically speaking to his or her own state of mind and habituation with that reality. It doesn't mean that once he or she has perfected ethical discipline, because the goal of that is to bring all sentient beings to a place that's free from harm, even though, I'm sorry, I just lost my mind, my train of thought, but even though there are still sentient beings who are suffering, The Buddha still has perfected his or her perfection of ethical discipline because it is a mental state that is pervaded with the thought which is free of harm of sentient beings. So it's a pervasive thought that comes from habituation, comes from familiarization with that thought. So over and over again, thinking about not harming sentient beings and not engages in in the sources of harm of sentient beings over and over again to the point where your mental continuum, your mind state no longer has any potential to have that thought. It's pervaded with non-harm. So your mind is pervaded with non-harm. Therefore, your body and speech, your actions follow with non-harm. So this is... uh, what it means here. So, the Buddha, the Buddhas that have come, it says, the Buddhas who have visited in the past, if we say they are Buddhas, if we say they have realized Buddhahood, that means they have perfected those six things. One among them, the perfection of ethical discipline. So, that means that those Buddhas who have come and who have become perfect have done so by perfecting this mental state, a a, Perfect mental state in this case is a mental state that never has harm come into it. So that's what perfection is in the case of a Buddha. The perfection has perfected, I mean the Buddha has perfected that state of mind that is free of all harm. Uh, so it's saying that, you know, there can't be anywhere you could you could, in the guide to the Bodhisattva's way of life, there's nowhere that you could bring a fish that it could be uh, um, all fish uh, uh, could be sent to a place where they, where they wouldn't be harmed in any way um, because, so there, there's just no way to, to gather up all of them but if you've perfected this this idea then you become an abstainer um, so um, I think I got everything Dixon
1: Ta jenen je da la somo je čutin la somo do je mes. Ne on je on <inaudible> Gulon <out> <marche Identified> um, the <complaining and> <hat> <ÿÿÿÿ> <Laurent> j'ai dun la pétnière qui a continué aux pilotes pour School de colocation du le sống ở trên núi vậy, mấy ông ở trên núi mà người ta, người ta muốn về le để lượm để làm bazun làng làm bazun, rồi, làng để lượm để gieo hạt gieo, muốn ăn dưa thì là bắt tay à, tôi chỉ
0: uh, okay, the yabudu Uh So now we move on to, when we look at the, the various divisions of um, ethical discipline, we find that there are three. Uh, ethical discipline of restraint, ethical discipline of gathering virtue, and the ethical discipline of acting for the welfare of um, uh, sentient beings. But in the context of what uh, there's more emphasis on, we would say the attitude of ethical... Ethical uh, engagement, or what is it? Uh, ethical discipline of restraint. That's the one that's more commonly focused on. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll, Rinpoche read this paragraph and then gave some commentary. Although ethical discipline does indeed have three divisions, uh, this is an addition the ethical discipline of res- restraint, the ethical discipline of gathering virtue, the ethical discipline f- of acting for the welfare of living beings it is explained in the context as the attitude of abstention in terms of ethical discipline of restraint the principal division Uh, so when we look at uh, this we're speaking of the uh, various um, attitudes of ethics such as the um, individual liberation ethics of the uh, householders the probationary novice and fully ordained status practitioners Uh, and so forth, as well as the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities. Uh, So uh, the uh, um, attitude of of restraint uh, in terms of the actions of body uh, comes out to a total of seven. So when we divide the ten non-virtues up, we would say there are three non-virtues of the body, four non-virtues of the speech, and three non-virtues of the mind. So the three non-virtues of the body are killing, stealing, uh, and sexual misconduct. The four non-virtues of the speech are lying, uh, harsh words, gossip, and divisive speech. Uh, So those are the seven that are actual activities of the physical activities that they're speaking of here. Uh, Parentheses. The others are the mental activities. The other three non-virtues are the uh, covetousness, um, harmful intent and and wrong views. Uh, so those are the mental ones. But here we're speaking of the physical. Uh, so these are the seven, the, f- the three non-virtues of the body and four non-virtues of the speech. Um, so uh, these are the ten non-virtues. Uh, so uh, again, moreover, in terms, let me just read this again. Moreover, in terms that include motivation, is the ten abstentions that uh, eliminate the ten non-virtues. I mean, uh, and in terms of what. Of what it really is, it is the seven abstentions, which are the natures of the actions of body and speech that abstain from the seven non virtues. And then we have uh, Chandrakirti's explanation of the middle way commentary. This is actually an auto commentary, uh, so meaning that Chandrakirti's commentary uh, was on the uh, Mulya Madhyamika Karika, the um, root wisdom text by Nagarjuna. Then Chandrakirti wrote The Entrance to the Middle Way, which is a commentary on Nagarjuna's text. This text is a commentary on his own commentary. Uh, so it's called an auto commentary. Uh, so this that's what this is uh, specifically here. Um, and uh so Chandrakirti's explanation of the Middle Way commentary, the uh, Madhyamika Avatara Basya. Uh now Rimbache didn't read further, um, he stopped there. Um, so um,
1: that's where uh, I'm going to stop. The long Loma Tanju, what that e Debat Majun, meshe, Majun, magil meshewa, and do something at the wine world, Sunday, the wine world, what the city be gentlemen was wanting. General Jibbet Jibbet points him, but the city hinted to Malaysia. Tumble. Debaman, you share a similar, Debaman, Asia, Meshawa, Sewa <laughs> the, the, um, the, um, the, 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 the the
0: May,
1: the
0: Tambo,
1: the NGK, the the Seek Judith, you want on the Lamaro. Mane, Mane, you want on the You say, Jee, yes, sir. Deba Maju should send a yjabi, Meshu, so I
0: need you
1: should. They, Judith, they don't agree. They, because of Judith, one the Echa? se I- yeah. Dj don't wait until that may the and Tin the a sailツali who tests do <Sweat> <Sí, sir. Sweat> so, <mitun> Choose okay. <Sweat> Je
0: <laughs> thene they gon go may be the 100. the semla yicha me yichapi me they
1: gon don't the god semla yichapi de yi yi
0: uh. dun... do sa konga ducha yapi
1: is <San> okay okay the is okay, okay. okay. Uh, okay. 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 okay.
0: Um, okay, so now we have the um, entrance uh, to the middle way, um, auto commentary. Uh, and um, there's just there's one thing I'm looking up real quickly here. Uh, so it says it is the ethical discipline. It is called ethical discipline because it does not acquiesce in the afflictions. because it allows no sins to arise. Because it's coolness, uh, because it is coolness since it quells the fire, Of regret, or because it is that upon which the excellent relies, since it is the cause of happiness. Moreover, it is characterized by seven abstentions. These are motivated by three qualities non attachment, non hostility, and correct view. Therefore, ethical discipline is explained as the ten paths of action in terms that include motivation. Uh, So, uh, so. This, first it says it is called ethical discipline because it does not acquiesce uh, in the afflictions. So what that means is it is not imbued with the afflictions. The afflictions are not mixed in uh, with it uh, in in any way whatsoever. So I'm going to just explain the word. So the, um, the afflictions... Are the ethical discipline is a discipline that is first free of afflictions. There isn't afflictions that are within it. It's not. It's a non-afflicted state uh, because it allows no sins to arise. Uh, so, um, ethical discipline is the antidote or the combatant to non-virtuous misdeeds. So, when we engage in ethics, we're combating non-virtue. We're, we're engaging in the thing that is uh, a, an opponent to non-virtue. Because it is it is coolness, since it quells the fire of regret. This is what I keep asking Rinpoche about. Uh, this word regret, um, it, uh, I kept asking, the, the, it's in here. Um, the, um, and the fire of regret. Um, and this word that for regret is, Rimche explained the word that I'm questioning if it should be called regret. Um, and he said that in the past, we have these accumulations of attachment and non-virtue that are there. They are within us. Um, so it quells that fire of those previous things within us. Um, so um, I, I'd have to look further. I was trying to see what the dictionary broke this, these words down into, but obviously there's not time to do that uh, live. So I'm going to look further for my own reasoning, but it, it's a small detail, but it quells the fire of those past things that we did um, of our of our previous Kind of affinities, if you will, or because it is that upon which the excellent rely, because it is the cause of happiness. When we look at what causes happiness, virtue causes happiness. What causes suffering? Non-virtue causes suffering. Ethical discipline is a virtue. It is a virtue. It's abstention, and then it it's mentally and then physically. Uh, so it is um, a cause for happiness. So the excellent rely on. It, since it is the cause of happiness, the foundation, if you will, of happiness. Moreover, it is characterized by seven abstentions. So, when we look at what one is abstaining from um, uh, in in terms of those ten non-virtues, physically, there are those seven mentioned, the three non-virtues of the body and four non-virtues of the speech. Uh, And then it says they are motivated by three qualities, non-attachment, non-hostility, and correct view. These are the opposites of the three poisons, the three poisons of of attachment, hatred, and delusion. Uh, Their opposites are their opponents, are their antidotes, and those are uh, what motivates um, a proper um, ethical discipline what motivates a proper ethical discipline um, therefore ethical discipline is explained as the ten passive action in terms that include motivation uh so uh it's saying that um, when we're speaking of ethical discipline it's just it's not just the physical action being carried out it also includes the the motivation behind that physical action um, so um the abstent. Just a translator's note: abstaining from killing is non-harm. I want. I want to not harm beings, so I'm abstaining from killing. So that would be what an example of that meaning
1: would mean. Um, and okay, <laughs> 사라진 제거를 사면나, 신라수 Then do the the and so. Um,
0: okay, so uh, we see that ethical discipline over and over again is considered uh, extremely important. Uh, we find it um, presented uh, in many texts, including uh, Nagarjuna's uh, letter to a friend uh, or the the friendly letter. And here, uh, when Nagarjuna speaks of the six perfections, uh, he's, he points to ethical discipline and states that ethical discipline is, is like the foundation. Uh, just like the earth is the foundation for all, all things that grow, um, ethical discipline uh, is the foundation uh, for all excellent qualities. Um, so um, I'll find it later, but that's the, the point of it, is that ethical discipline... Uh, um, is is just like the, the basis, um, that just like the earth is the basis of all things, ethical discipline is the basis of all excellent qualities. Rumche.
1: What that to 你bonne <音><音><音> the Sheba, loba, kill the mm. Saint Jenna, and sheba, a kill number ten, Sigent, as a dub, soggy, shooting kill and the shooting again, in 陈晶, Jen, Dabba Raju is sitting the sir. Then also Ranga nyoeda Shinto ding with ding with do I tangy? थांजे, I थांजे, Do you can Zang, it's a human, you're so chance. Passing duval, passing duval, do you be sungy? Do you Rang, Thomas, to see Jas. Jen to Thomas Rang, to Gores, what the Rang, to Thomas, Yon Susan. To see Tabe, to see Dodge Jan, To see Tabe, no other, to Gores, no of Tu dis, 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 in What about the Okay, okay. Um,
0: so now uh, we get into the next category. How to begin the cultivation of ethical discipline. So the method for cultivating ethics, ethical discipline. Uh, So according to Jayan Sheba's commentary in the text called The Four Interwoven Commentaries on the Difficult Points of the Great Treatise on the Stage of the Path to Enlightenment, uh, we find, again, seven categories in this section. Uh, So the first category um, is as follows. Um, I'm going to, because Rinpoche um, did the commentary as he read it, I think that's how I'll do it, instead of reading it twice. As a person who generates the spirit of enlightenment and then promises to train in the Bodhisattva's deeds, you have promised to endow all living beings with the ornament of ethical discipline of the perfect Buddhas. Therefore you must accomplish the aims of all beings. In this regard you must first develop the strength of your own pure ethical discipline. For if your own ethical discipline is impure and degenerates, you will fall to a miserable rebirth and will therefore not even achieve your own welfare, never mind the welfare of others. Uh, So one must first uh, practice and habituate, become familiar with uh, his or her own ethical discipline. Um, So by familiarizing oneself, you develop the strength of your own pure ethical discipline. So again, translators note, the word we use we always say meditate is the Tibetan word for gom which just means to familiarize we could have just 50 years ago translated as familiarizing um, and it would have been more accurate Uh, so here becoming familiar with ethical discipline is meditating on ethical discipline familiarizing yourself again and again habituating yourself to this idea of ethical discipline um, and and that is how you develop the strength of your own ethical discipline which then can allow you to achieve goals that will allow you to help others achieve their own pure ethical discipline. Uh, So the goal, the ultimate goal is for all sentient beings to become a Buddha. In order for that to happen, they have to have pure ethical discipline. In order for us to Help others with ethical discipline. We have to perfect our own first. We have to familiarize ourselves with it, uh, so that uh, we are are able uh, able to then help others to achieve their welfare. So we look at um, Rondun Shendun, uh, our own needs and others' needs, or our own um, welfare and others' welfare. Uh, here, in terms of ethical discipline, we first work and familiarize ourselves with our own so that we then may um, help others to um, achieve their aims. Hence, once you begin working for the welfare of others, value highly your ethical discipline. You need to sharply focus on safeguarding it and restraining your behavior. Do not be lax. The Compendium of Perfection states, so the compendi- Compendium of Perfections by Arya Shura, uh, Lopun Baul, Those who strive to endow all beings with the ornament of the perfect Buddha's ethical discipline uh, initially purify their own ethical discipline with pure ethical discipline, they develop powerful strength. If you cannot achieve your own welfare with faulty ethical discipline, where will you get strength for the welfare of others? Therefore, those who strive for others' welfare do not relax their devotion to this." Uh, um, and also, uh, Rimiche mentioned that this ornament of ethical discipline uh, makes all beings beautiful. Uh, um, so, if someone is ethical discipline, if they are young, it makes it more. Be- uh, be- it has a beautifying quality, as a quality like an ornament uh, or a jewel that they would put on. Uh, or if someone's very young, or someone's medium, or very old, um, this becomes a jeweled ornament. Whereas normal ornaments uh, do not beautify all, everyone, whereas ethical, the ornament of ethical discipline beautifies everyone, Uh, whereas normal jewels don't necessarily beautify everyone, ethical discipline does. Um, So, so that completes the first among the seven categories. I think I've got a, (laughs)
1: Needs up a but the chicken and make of Bless You do las. <laughs> you. Sunday Jeba Shawosa Sunday Jeba Shawosa Tatan theatre, and Sangir e tiba. a soma de lo. Chutra, tem bi, jesu chebe. Mas o inimitant. Chutin sondeu o ina tajin yambe Liban Poi Канаматова then the Pao lung Tsar, nipatsar. Okay, so now we get into number
0: two. Moreover, such pure ethical discipline is based on the practice just as prescribed of what to adopt and what to cast aside. So here we begin to look at the benefits of engaging in ethical discipline and the downfalls of not engaging in in ethical discipline. This, moreover, depends on a strong and stable attitude of wanting to safeguard your ethical discipline. Consequently, develop a desire to safeguard your ethical discipline by meditating for a long time on the grave consequence of not safeguarding it and the benefits of safeguarding it. With respect to the first, the grave consequences of not safeguarding your ethical Uh, discipline, the compendium of perfection says, therefore, see the unbearable fright and eliminate even the smallest thing that should be eliminated. Uh, So here, uh, even the smaller non-virtues that seem not so bad. Even those smaller things need to be eliminated. Every um, uh, uh, non-virtue, once you recognize the relationship between our actions and their consequences. When we look at virtuous deeds there are degrees. uh, Non-virtuous deeds there are degrees. Uh, Buddhism shows that there are two realms higher realms and lower realms. The higher realms are the human demigods and gods, the lower realms are hell, hungry ghosts, and animals. Uh, So how are these various experiences in the realms created? Uh, They're created by the degrees of virtue and non-virtue. There's a small, medium, and great degree of virtue uh... which creates a small medium great degree of results so a small degree of virtue creates a human realm a medium degree uh... demigod realm and a great degree a god realm And likewise non-virtue does the same greatest degree of non-virtue creates a hell realm medium degree hungry ghost small degree animal Uh, so once you see that your actions cause these results non-virtue causes the lower realms you will see the unbearable fright you will have this unbearable fright you will become scared uh, and as a result you will eliminate even the smallest things that could cause that to happen so knowing that non-virtue leads to suffering you see what suffering is you eliminate even the smallest thing because you don't want any of that decent
1: mm-hmm and And look, Aman learn and what the val number the and Gotu and Cocains, less the then eh? Then I do what the two mother do what do a pond. I do Liberty could Lesser. Then this <laughs> time, we used many of them to be around working hours. <laughs> Once someone psychologist asked us, <laughs> you get some of your time and requests <laughs> them, but it was important to that. But at that time, it was You all Lama Djinzeva's <laughs> water do so by Zibo All Lama Djinzeva, Chamber Shabachiro, water soon there, and and Matuna, and no called the Nabachaveris. Oma Tanjo Oma Tanjo, could be Tanjo or Yingan, Oma Tanjo or
0: Then the, um, Meti Dian, the Benzukong, Go She, then The Om, the Garish,
1: the that could be done there, none number jiggins, Shiroba Jim, less so. And then now, number of Gabon, which are dipomusas over so. All along the Jesuits over the Shaba. Oh,
0: Deepa Shaba. Deepa Shaba,
1: Gonga may And Okay. Um. So the
0: the story of Arya Shura. Um. So Arya Shura was previously known as Miti dion and he was a non-Buddhist. Uh, he was from a place where Buddhists and non-Buddhists debated uh, quite regularly. Uh, And he was considered the greatest scholar where he was from. Uh, So he went to his mother and said, I'm the greatest scholar there is. Uh, There is no one who can defeat me, Buddhist uh, or non-Buddhist. I am the king of scholars. So his mother said, it's true. Uh, Where we are right now, uh, there is no one who can defeat you. But the only way that you can truly say that you have this degree of understanding is to go where the greatest scholars of the Buddhist tradition are. Uh, so she said, you need to go to Nalanda Monastery, and, and once you go there and debate, if you are able to prove your wisdom there, is, is your, in- your intelligence is superior there, then you can pro- proclaim that you're the greatest scholar in the world. Uh, so first you must go to Nalanda. So he went to Nalanda, and uh, he met uh, with Aryadeva, uh, and Arya Deva, when uh, no, no, no. uh, Rimshay is saying Arya Deva is in the picture o- over here, um, I'd have to look close, I don't know which one exactly, the, the shape, the uh, Kata, Kata know, the, the, you know? the second one. Oh, okay. So the first is Nagarjuna. Uh, Arya Deva is considered Nagarjuna's spiritual son. So that's the reason that we have uh, Arya Deva right next to Nagarjuna. Then it's probably Chandrakirti, somewhere there. Okay. Yeah, those are all, and Shanti Deva is probably in there. Okay, yeah, so these are, anyway, uh, not to get sidetracked, these are all Madhyamaka masters, uh, and uh, that's actually relevant into what Rimbache just explained. Um, so we'll get to that. So Aryadeva debated Metidayan at that point, uh, and uh, even though Metidayan was very intelligent, he just he could not defeat Aryadeva's Madhyamika and middle-way logic. Uh, So he actually was, um, part of this, he was uh, then locked in a jail, um, which was the library of the monastery. Uh, So uh, in this library where he was locked, he began reading Buddhist scriptures uh, and began um, figuring out where they were able to stop his logic and why. So he started reading these, at first to figure out how he was defeated, but then he had a great faith emerge because he saw that it was truth. Um, And after some time, uh, the doors of the, um, um, and I don't know how, if it's a jail, how the doors open. um, So that's why, I don't think it's like a real jail like we're thinking. I think he was just, here, go in the library and stay there, Uh, you've lost. And uh, so the doors open, and he says... He proclaims that he's a Buddhist um, and that he has seen the error in his ways and that he has created large amounts of non-virtue by spreading wrong views. Um, and at that point, he wrote a text, which is a confession text. I don't know the name of it. Um, it's, it's, called, it's a confession. Um, uh, so it's one of Aryashura's Shura's texts. Um, I don't know that if I've seen it. But it's a confession text. Uh, and then uh, he wrote that, as because he knew that he had com- completed so many non-virtuous deeds and Rinpoche said it's a confession text similar in line with the um, 35 Buddhas of Confession, the Sutra of the Three Heaps uh, confession text, so similar uh, in, the, in the, that it is a confession. So, um, Meti uh made this uh, announcement that he had become Buddhist Uh, and that he, because of these studying and all of these scriptures that he had read, um, and then he began to study more uh, and became a teacher and became one of the greatest scholars uh, of the Indian tradition. And uh, when we look at the tenet systems of Indian Buddhism or tenet systems of Tibetan Buddhism, um, we find that there are four. Uh, There is the um, Great Exposition School, which is Vabashika, There is the Sutrantika school, the Sutra school, the Sutra school or Sautrantika school, the Mind Only school, Chittamantran, and the Middle Way school, which is Madhyamaka. Now, uh, this is in the the order that I just gave them was in order of the lowest to highest school, Um, and the highest school is the Middle Way school. Middle Way school has two categories: the Middle Way autonomy and the Middle Way consequence. The Middle Way Consequence is the highest school in all of the tenet systems. It's called the, the Prasangika, uh, Madhyamika Prasangika School. Uh, and it's the highest tenant system in terms of nature of reality in Buddhism. And this is the tenet that Arya Shura, he became known as Arya Shura after being known as Mithidayan. He became known as Arya Shura or Lopun Bao in uh, Tibetan. And uh, he became a great scholar in the highest tenets of the Way um, uh, Consequence School.
1: Um, so um, that's it. Meditan, a a a and the a a a a a नने जबाजु केगी तिने न सोमा गन दुले शावरिस सोमा सोमा करीना व दिन दुले जान ने न सुमे तुगल मे प्रो शरू शरू जगे गिद केन सुसु पेजे र लेखे थोरिस न गोबलो रु दिन वदे मदी ता नाला चले न कल खाब जु दोस्त न गोबलो रु brode, <laughs> Then Okay, then get some
0: mambo some tambo, the shati, you
1: know, the Drapa? What the shati <laughs> I see. Okay.
0: Less so. Um, so the story of how this occurred, if we back it up, um, so then the gar tarimbo Nagarjuna Sacha Nalanda.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Uh, so the way this story goes is that when Miti Dion arrived at Nalanda, there weren't uh Aryadeva wasn't there at this time there were other monks that were debating meti dion and uh Rimche wanted to give more of the story so there were other monks that were debating uh, meti dion uh and they were having an immense amount of trouble they weren't able to completely stop his views either and so what happened was is a uh one of the uh um, Nalanda monks wrote a letter um, and, and said to Nagarjuna, uh, saying that uh, you know, there was this problem going on where someone had arrived and no one there could defeat his logic. Uh, so apparently a bird arrives. If I mix up any parts of this, I apologize. A bird arrives and emanates a protector deity uh, who then carries this letter to Nagarjuna. So apparently where Nagarjuna lives, at that time, is very, very far from Nalanda Monastery. It's not somewhere that you can just send someone to with a messenger. Very, very far. So this protector deity emanates from a bird, carries this letter uh, to Nagarjuna, and then Nagarjuna and Aryadeva have a conversation about this. Nagarjuna says, It's not necessary for me to go. You can go in my place, Aryadeva. As a translator's note, as I said before, Aryadeva is considered... Uh, Nagarjuna's spiritual son, uh, so he said you can go in my place, and uh, that's the kind of beginning of the story. Uh, how uh, then Aryadeva ends up? Then then a con- uh, the uh, Aryadeva Khandre. Okay, so I said so how did Aryadeva get there? So he said that uh, perhaps the pr- the protector through some magical emanation. So there's a magical emanation takes place that this protector uh, comes out of this bird, magically emanates out of this bird. And Rimchi said, perhaps this carried Aryadeva. So then uh, Aryadeva debated Metidayan and then defeated uh, his views.
1: So
0: when we see these quotes from the Compendium of Perfections by Arya Shura, that is who we're talking about. We're talking about someone who was previously a non-Buddhist who then went through these series of events just explained in the story and then became one of the greatest scholars uh, ever
1: okay so now
0: that completes number 2 and now we move on to number 3
1: among the 7 The benefits. the oh, really benefits. I
0: was
1: going to go I was going to go the house. I was going to go to the house. I was going the house. I was going to go to was going to to the house. I was 所以说朋友们抗养血迹 what they had the ship and so back the local, the attention of you and then good, and then the
0: Okay, so uh, just real quickly, I need to read a little further for number two to complete. Uh, Thus, once you are frightened by the grave consequences of your misdeeds, you strive to abstain from even the small ones. Think, as explained earlier, about the grave consequences of the ten non-virtues, the course's factors incompatible with ethical discipline. So that completes number two. Number three, with respect to the benefits of safeguarding your ethical discipline, they are explained earlier and set forth by the glorious Aria Shura and his Compendium of Perfections. The divine substances, the resources of humans in which to delight, and the supreme bliss and supreme taste, which are the wonders of the deities. Does anything more marvelous come from ethical discipline? Even the Buddhas and the teaching arise from it. Uh, so previously, Rinpoche quoted the Nagarjuna text, the letter to a friend, and he just referenced it again, and I had found it. So uh, here it's very similar to what the letter to a friend says, that where does anything more marvelous come from ethical discipline. Even the Buddhas and the teachings arise from it. And in uh, Nagarjuna's text, the first two sentences aren't the ones related, but it's part of a stanza, so I'll read it. Um, You should practice a morality unbroken, not debased, undefiled, untainted, uncorrupted. Here here it is. Morality was declared the foundation for all virtue, just as the earth is for all things moving and unmoving. Uh, So here uh, this is from nagarjuna's letter to a friend showing that basis and here again in Lopun Bao or aryashuras compendium of perfections having a similar sentiment uh, uh, about the, the benefits of safeguarding ethical discipline number
1: 3 de <laughs> Semba am not 他這 De Gueux Chaubanais, Rajula rajoula, gayan. N'y de tu vi, Chaubanais, rajoula, m'aiguais, m'aiguais, c'est un batan. Rode d'emba, d'ayan. Tu d'emba, i to i not sure what he would expect him to buy it during their plans now. They nelf ernest. When they say, they the need or get the need, it to The Hallelujahfikra we are not here not बाबा जो रुमेन ऑन चबत बाबा J'ai un bon bébé et j'ai un ma trop battant. J'ai un hachant, C'est un mot qui vient de la hage. Jeune battant, 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 Shes To it's D'un 我很多人都与说是 Channel to some day. Rod जो shoot the majum. Rod the junger, she'll buy you majum by a shovetes. She'll buy in. She'll be the rods one and zebrae. Rod the majum and zebrae. ना tune, shooting gendana. Challow tune, shooting gendan devaina. May nana. Then the
0: Okay, um, so now uh, we move on to number four. Furthermore, in dependence on ethical discipline, your mind stream progressively develops. Your trainings become becomes the same as that of the Mahasattva Bodhisattvas who have a compassionate nature, and you attain the pure sublime wisdom that eliminates all seeds of wrongdoing when worldly ornaments adorn the very young or very old they make these persons seem ridiculous and therefore ugly but no matter who has the ornament of ethical discipline old young or in between it delights everyone that thus it is the best of ornaments the pleasant fragrance of ethical disciplines good name spreads in all directions whereas other fragrant uh, pleasant fragrances must follow the direction of the wind and are thus limited A lotion scented of sandalwood which relieves the torment of heat is prohibited for renunciates, but a lotion which protects against the torturous heat of the afflictions is not prohibited and appropriate for them. Someone who copies the outer appearance of being a renunciate but who has the jewel of ethical discipline is superior to others. The Compendium of Perfection says, Ethical discipline is the path of special attainment achieves equality with those of compassionate nature, and has the highest nature of pure, sublime wisdom. Free of flaws, it is called the best of ornaments. It is a pleasant fragrance throughout the three realms, and a lotion not prohibited for a renunciate. Even those who copy appropriate attire, if they have ethical discipline, will be superior to other human beings. Uh, So this is the excellent qualities, uh, again, furthermore added on to, of ethical discipline.
1: And again, uh, Arya Shura's text is quoted there as well. <laughs> I Nasunji 这<音><音><音> The जो है लचूग चूग है हमारे पास राजू लंगे यहाँ न्यू मामा चार दों चार दों चौबीस शोबा ने छठीं छठीं शोबा ने न छठी छठी शोबा Dian, the young people who are in the world are in the world. The young people who are in the world are in the world. The young people who are in the world e <laughs> okay. Uh, so now
0: she uh, just went through number four again with some details. Furthermore, in dependence on ethical discipline, your mind progressively develops your true wrestling develops, your training becomes the same as that of the Mahasattva uh, Bodhisattvas. So this is speaking of those Bodhisattvas who have entered the grounds, the grounds of the first ground, second ground, third ground, the ten Bodhisattva grounds, who have a compassionate nature and you attain the pure sublime wisdom that eliminates all seeds of wrongdoing. When worldly adornments adorn the very uh, young or very old, these make these persons seem ridiculous and therefore ugly. So if you put on a little baby or child, a bunch of earrings and jewels and so forth, uh, it, it make, you would laugh if you saw that. Or if there was someone who was extremely old with all kinds of ornaments all over them, you would laugh. Uh, it wouldn't make them look more beautiful. It would look strange. Whereas ethical discipline, when worn by anyone, always beautifies them. Uh, So, when worldly ornaments adorn the very young or very old, they make these persons seem ridiculous and therefore ugly. But no matter who has the ornament of ethical discipline, old, young, or in between, it delights everyone. Thus, it is the best of ornaments, the pleasant fragrance of ethical disciplines, good name spreads in all directions. Whereas other pleasant fragrances must follow the direction of the wind and are thus limited. A lotion of scented sandalwood, which relieves the torment of heat is prohibited for renunciates, but a lotion which protects against the torturous heat of the afflictions is not prohibited and is appropriate for them. Someone who copies the outer appearance of, a, of being a renunciate who has the jewel of ethical discipline is superior to others. Aryashura's compendium of training says, ethical discipline is the path of special attainment, achieves equality with those of compassionate nature, and has the highest nature of sublime wisdom. Free of flaws, it is called the best of ornaments. It is a fragrance throughout the three realms, form, formless, and uh, desire realm, and a lotion <coughs> not prohibited for the <coughs> and those who copy appropriate attire if they have ethical discipline will be superior to other human beings. That concludes
1: number four. <coughs> We not to on 嘉s,个 what the chutting will come out with Satu, can the latter what about the what the chance ngaba
0: okay uh, so now number 5 furthermore other benefits yeah other benefits arise from ethical discipline although you do not speak flattering words and do not strive with great effort and hardship you naturally gather immediately necessary resources even without threats of force all beings pay homage to you there is no casual talk about the lineage of your relatives etc people who previously did not know you or help you are naturally kind to you and deities and humans revere the dust of your footprint and carry away what they can get as an object of worship the compendium of perfection states Even without speaking or undertaking hardship, you gather immediate necessities and service. Without threat, all the world pays homage to you. You obtain power effortlessly and without toil. You are among those about whom it is improper to talk casually. Even all persons who did not know previously, you did not know previously. Who have not helped you or done what you need, pay homage to you, a person with ethical discipline. Excellent beings revere the dust blessed by your feet, touching their heads to it. Deities and humans bow to it, place it on the crown of their heads, and carry away what they can get. Therefore, one who has ethical discipline is in supreme lineage. So that completes number
1: five. <laughs> Sambi, did the pain, Come out to Mother's Ditch, you must a minnow. She dance Ranjibi, Nyansu, Doadan, Ranjibi, Nyansu, Doadan. of Tobal to 责的团队,WS,KB inhabit, sitting somewhere in and capable to have a major moving with this. Change the gentleman, you say, and then even in mm-hmm. the family and sometimes other people in the home and serve their family with God and help them. We
0: always
1: you their family. And it's our the okay. Sebab KBS cuitin semua pengedar masuk minyak minyak sebab KBS dengi lepas ini tu betul dengi ini jero. Sangat susah besok cuitin tak rangkai dalam kampi temujas cuiting itu betul dengi नया
0: okay. Uh, so we're on six? Is that? Okay, so the wise who reflect well on these benefits and grave consequences must safeguard their ethical discipline as the compendium of perfection states. Uh, due to craving for their own happiness, bodhisattvas will not com- compromise... Ethical discipline, which must be protected. Then a khabar ka. Don't get The car.
1: She is so much that gunla so that was the car. Dayang Rongen is that the Dumbal language? Yeah,
0: Okay, let's go. Cool. Day Dayang.
1: Rongen is that the
0: Dumbal? Okay. Dayang dune so Okay. Gunso.
1: Okay. 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 okay,
0: so now I know where number six ends. And also, because you control yourself, you experience happiness. Because you have the ornament praised by the learned, you safeguard ethical discipline as you bring to perfection all trainings rely on ethical discipline completely uh, and without pride uh, so here uh, this is more of the benefits of ethical discipline it's very similar to what we find in uh, lamason kapas um, lamrim duden the abbreviated stages of the path uh, where it speaks of ethical discipline Moral discipline is the water to wash away the sins of faulty actions it is the ray of moonlight to cool the scorching heat of delusions radiantly it makes you radiant like a mount meru in the midst of the nine kinds of beings by its power you are able to bend all beings to your Good influence without recourse to mesmerizing glares. Knowing this, the holy ones have safeguarded as they would their eyes, the rules they have accepted to keep purely. I, the yogi, have practiced just that. If you would also seek liberation, please cultivate yourself in this way. Uh, so that's from the abbreviated stages of the path, just showing uh, more of these benefits. Um, due to a craving for their own happiness Uh, so bodhisattvas recognize that ethical discipline leads to happiness bodhisattvas want to have happiness therefore they engage in ethical discipline because one of the byproducts of that is happiness bodhisattvas will not compromise their ethical discipline which must be protected. So similar to protected, like to the eyes, is mentioned in the Great Abbreviated Stages of the Path that uh, Bodhisattvas would protect ethical discipline, like they would even their own eyes. Um, because you control yourself, you experience happiness. Because you have the ornament praised by the learned, you, you safeguard ethical discipline as you bring to perfection all trainings, rely on ethical discipline completely without pride. Uh, so that completes number six, and number seven begins with, moreover, uh, you have cleared away your mere fear of the miserable realms and your wish for the mere excellences of the deities or humans. Safeguard your ethical discipline for the sake of establishing all living beings in ethical discipline. And then Ari Shura's Compendium of Perfection states,
1: uh, the long low. Are you sure? La. and La. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh
0: moreover after you've cleared away your mere fear of the miserable realms and your wish for the mere excellence of the deities or human safeguard your ethical discipline for the sake of establishing all living beings in ethical discipline uh, the compendium of perfection states whoever aspires to establish in pure ethical discipline every living being in worlds beyond measure and relies on ethical discipline to benefit the world is said to bring ethical discipline to perfection, therefore, clear away fear of the miserable realms and wish for the marbles of kingdoms in high status, safeguard a flawless ethical discipline and depend on ethical discipline because you are striving for the welfare of the world. <laughs>
1: Yebatan, Hatamay, Possum to a ton of Pember Senness. <laughs> and to do so, I dare, and guess who gets old and to a tenant the and then tired, to to Sit in the house, sitting long good, son, to 수진 <as gonna> 안는 the uh, So
0: uh just once more moreover after you've cleared away your mere fear of the miserable realms and your wish for the mere excellence of the deities or human safeguard your ethical discipline for the sake of establishing all living beings in ethical discipline so it's not enough that isn't the goal to just be free for yourself to not have to go to the lower realms so you have the higher realms once you've established this fear and decided that you want to engage in ethics you do it for the sake of others and then in we we see in the compendium of perfections um more uh so i'll read the whole thing uh, moreover after you've cleared away your mere fear of the miserable realms and your wish for the mere excellences of deities or humans safeguard your ethical discipline for the sake of establishing all living beings in ethical discipline. The Compendium of Perfection states, More, whoever aspires to establish in pure ethical discipline every living being in worlds beyond measure and relies on ethical discipline to benefit the world is said to bring ethical discipline to perfection. Therefore, clear away the fear of miserable realms and wish for the marvels of kings of high status, safeguard a flawless ethical discipline, and depend on ethical discipline which because you are striving for the welfare of the world. So you're Main motivation should end up at a place where you're doing it for all sentient beings, not for your own uh, aims Then a the so that completes number seven then then a tearing at Zundu you're Yeah, okay Okay, yeah the Rimbaching, the Ngat Yure, and the Me Kashe Triwa Chipa. Okay. The Tonglen Gom, the Sheda K Chemple Du, Gangan Serna Becha Kash Kakere. Okay. The Tonglen Gom, the U Napo, the Nakom Eba unapo. Napo?
1: So, gwa de out okay. there, Upa told you, Naku Yaba, and Gabi Tajel
0: Pune, Nakon Yumba Yumba, Sangus and a Becha Kashe, Nyakom the Yuban Yuban Yuba Eba.
1: Go out to Yukabin, Yuban Patrina, Sijan Tajila Pune, Sijan Taji, the other dance one of Shambagua, my way. Lesser, Shambagua. Lesser. Then, sit down with binaba, Sijan Taji, Chaganashi, Dungella, Suburna binaba, Titans Tandy Duran de Tres Muni. Nakom Ebad. Ebon Setin.
0: Okay. Gang in Sena, the Geshison Rinchin Becha, Becher, Don Rabten the Kakare, okay. the Consul Consul Kalen, the Nakom, the Nyumba, the U Napi Ten, Nakom Eba, the Garpo. Gog
1: now, you the do with it? Okay. Then a then
0: Tama? <laughs> Then they becha kabiare the rimbuche. The sawa becha. The eba nyumba the becha yurebe rimbuche. They shanyure de... Natsu yure? Natungu. Okay. So what we're talking about is something we've all been talking about quite a bit, is this giving and taking meditation. Um, and how when you meditate you are inhaling suffering and, uh, of sentient beings and exhaling all of your root virtues and giving them all, all of happiness. That all the books concur on. But many books differ. Some say right is black, some say left is black. So I, I've been looking for original source material all week and I've found different points from different teachers. Some say left, some say Right. So Rinpoche, I just once again wanted to check with him just to make sure what his lineage, the oral, because a lot of this is oral tradition from, from mouth to ear of student. Um, so I wanted to just ask again, because some doubts arose in, in far as root, where this root came from. So Rinpoche said, you imagine that all sentient beings are in the space in front of you. And you imagine that in the form of a white light you imagine that this white light gives them all of your root virtues and all of your happiness. And it, you exhale out of your left nostril this white light that gives them all the forms of happiness and root virtues. You inhale through your right nostril all of their suffering, uh, all forms of suffering and so forth and negativity. So you take on their suffering in the form of a black light into your right nostril, and you give all rude happiness to these sentient beings in the form of a white light through your left nostril. So right, inhale, left, exhale. Now, some of the commentaries, this is where I'm going to leave it at this, a lot of the detailed commentaries say you take the light from the black light from the, the right nostril of the sentient beings that are the objects into your left nostril. So that's different. That you're inhaling into your left instead of your right, but it's coming from their right. So let's leave it at that. Traditions get passed down. Our tradition says black light inhales through the right nostril, White light, exhale through the left nostril. 2
1: yeah.
0: Banish the one to blame for everything. Meditate on the great kindness of all. Uh, we find this uh, um, in the uh, seven-point mind training uh, text by Geshe Chikawa.
1: One-way Uh,
0: And then place the two astride the breath and then you're meditating, uh, you're using the breath to meditate on love and compassion, the giving of love and the taking of suffering which is compassion. So taking away their suffering is meditation on compassion, giving them all forms of happiness is meditation upon love. Many many commentaries don't say anything about nostrils, they just say inhale suffering, exhale happiness. Um, but our oral tradition, and Rimchi is going to find me a text. So I just pushed on, and I said I want to see it in a book, just because that's me. Uh, so he's going to find the text, and I'll be able to come up with the actual root source for that. Because we've a few of us have been debating about it and looking for it, and that's where we are. Uh, if anyone else have a question, we also have a meeting. I know right afterwards that. And then after this, maybe we'll we'll end and do the prayers. Um. Um, I don't want this to confuse anyone, but my question was: What was Monty Dayan's uh, view that was to be negated? Like, what? Did, did he have a wrong view of emptiness? Uh, the nama Meti Dayan dawa gare, kongi dawa. He's
1: not sure.
0: He could have been a Samkhya school, uh, an enumerator perhaps. Uh, He could have been a holder of various views of ancient Indian schools that were non-Buddhist at that time. They just assert him as a non-Buddhist. You could maybe find more detailed commentary on it. But non-Buddhist always asserts either nihilism or admission of a pure self, one or the other. Uh, true self or nihilism is where you end up with one or the other: substantialism or or nihilism. Okay, so we'll do the concluding uh, mandal offering and dedication prayer. And then again, if everybody, just at the end, if um, we're having a board meeting, and uh, some of us have to go right after, so if you could just, anyone who's not on the board if you're going to meet maybe just meet downstairs or outside out front uh, so we can have our meeting thank you uh, one young lady and her dad came here okay so they have some questions the young lady does She's doing a project right there. okay i Later. um okay how uh, um uh, so we'll do that right before the meeting um okay It's just, I have to get to work. So I might not be able to do the board meeting then, but that's more important. So we'll get your project done. Uh, The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well, with whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times. I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the first Kens- Kensawanda, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Right, let's do a recording quickly.